What's up, peeps? We haven't we haven't been on here in another couple of weeks. I know. <laughs> we're trying. We're we're getting some stuff out here. We're getting it. We're, yeah, we're getting it pushed out. Just uh, yeah, man. Just a little slow. We, just, we were just you know teasing everybody. Wanted to wait till Halloween. We knew that there was gonna be some spicy trades. That's why we were waiting. So, well, yeah. The uh, the real problem is that when you have Halloween on a Tuesday. It turns out you have to celebrate Halloween on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So it's so true. Been crazy it's around here. It has been, dude. So much candy is in my house. It's and then we gotta go get more <laughs> tonight. So it's freaking nuts. Yeah, seriously, because we ran out. So yeah. Oh yeah, it'll be fun. So um, yeah, dude. We um, we kind of just planned doing this podcast at the trade deadline, and we got some things. That have filtered through. We are recording this, you know, three thirty in the afternoon Eastern time. So there's probably going to be some things that might happen later on that might affect things fantasy wise. But we wanted to cover some things that we felt like is worth talking about because they can have some fantasy impact. So we'll go through those and then, um, yeah, we'll we'll kind of go from there. What's uh, what's the first first trade you want to talk about? Yeah, I think. I think the one that just has the biggest fantasy implications out of what's happened so far today is just Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. Just because, not really like a, wow, that's so awesome type trade, but like a, thank goodness the Vikings players aren't totally fantasy irrelevant now. Like he he kept the Cardinals all pretty fantasy relevant. Marquise Brown having a great year. James Conner was great before before the injury. And uh, he was getting guys involved, so I think I think that's a win for fantasy. It's a good trade for fantasy. Yeah, no, I agree. It seems like wherever he is, kind of filling in because that's like the Josh Dobbs role. It seems like the last few years, he he has a, a go to target, and he he does keep at least a couple people um, fantasy relevant, and he can move the ball, so you know the running backs can you know have the chance to fall in the end zone. So um, it'll be interesting. I know initially we before we hopped on, we read that it. It might be Darren Hall for the first week, but I, I'm sure it's going to be Dobbs eventually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. We'll see. We'll see how Darren Hall does. I watched. I've watched way too many football games where Darren <laughs> Hall started, and I mean, <laughs> dude can run around. But uh, but yeah, I think ultimately it's going to jo- the job will go to Josh Dobbs. So yeah, I think so too. But, um, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um. Yeah, so I, you know, I mean, just to speak on that real quick, I, I wouldn't worry too much on the Viking side. Maybe, I mean, it's probably going to be a little bit of a hit without Cousins slinging it everywhere, and they might have a different game plan. But I wouldn't worry and try to sell out all your Vikings players right now. I, I think you're going to be okay. So, um, yeah, the next yeah, one that's I think Addison. Oh, you you go ahead. I I, just, I think Addison will still keep keep going, keep doing his thing. Hopefully, Justin Jefferson decides to come back this season. Um, yeah. We're halfway through his IR stint, so we'll see. But, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> on, on to the next. Who we got? Yeah, man. We um, just – what's directly related, since the QB1 is no longer in Arizona, we got to go back to the OG Kyler Murray. But um, it sounds like he could maybe return this week. I – haven't really seen too many updates. If not, I'm sure it'll be by next week, um, which is good. I don't know exactly what that's going to mean for everybody else, but I think having him just as a 
a potential starting quarterback um, for people who might need somebody. I mean, they've been holding on to him. I think that is going to be interesting to see what happens. See if he's running around in this new offense. And then I think the playmakers, I don't know. I think they should probably stay pretty consistent because I think Josh Dobbs did a pretty good job. So, Yeah, and actually uh, last season, before Kyler Murray's injury, before Marquise Brown's injury, Kyler had Marquise Brown as a top five fantasy wide receiver. So I think that's the hope is that that yeah, returns, that yeah. continues. But um, we'll see. Like I said, we haven't really seen those two in this specific offense. So mm-hmm. we don't totally know. But I, I definitely think it gives everybody a boost. And um, especially when James Conner comes back, I, uh, I, I really think he's going to see a lot of benefit from having Kyler back just because – the this the scrambling extending plays dump offs the running backs i think he he's a big beneficiary of that so yeah i agree no i like that a lot um what we got next on here um no, i don't know how fantasy relevant this one is but uh donovan people people's jones to the lions so not great news for like jameson williams josh reynolds those kind of like supplementary Lions offense guys. But I, at the end of the day, I don't know if it matters a ton because especially after um, especially after last night's game, Beav is pretty obvious. It's the Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, and whatever running back is back there show. So, <laughs> so true. It's very true. And it's, I mean, you mentioned this before we got on, but he still throws it to Reynolds because he, they have that connection. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'll change much, but it's worth noting because on the other side where he's, you know, he's leaving the Browns, I think you maybe can uh, have a little bit of a stock up for Elijah Brown or Elijah Moore, not Elijah Brown, um, because he, they've already been utilizing him in a lot of different ways. And um, he'll probably just be on the field every snap now with, uh, with Cooper. So, um, we'll see how that how that rolls, and you know, with their quarterback situation, how it plays out as well. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. I mean, obviously Deshaun Watson's in like a weird spot with his shoulder injury, but PJ Walker he'll air it out. He's not afraid, so he's been actually pretty good for fantasy for the Browns receivers. So yeah, we'll keep yeah m- monitoring that, but. Keep some tabs on that one. For but, sure. uh, uh, yeah, we got a. Yeah, I was going to say, but the guy here. boy. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, we. I think we're both just kind of like, how do we want to approach talking about this guy? Because, one, I don't, I didn't yeah. even know that he was going to be the starter um, with, with uh, Tannehill out, but he kind of balled out this week and we had four touchdowns, right? And yeah, he was just chucking it up. That's crazy, man. So Will Levis, he plays the Steelers this week. It sounds like he's going to start. It sounds like Tannehill's still injured. If, or, you know, he's, you know, their coach is probably just wanting to give Levis another shot. Um, but Steelers' mm-hmm. defense is one that can be carved up. So, Yeah, I, I do think I do think this is this could be a little bit of a come down slightly for Will Levis just because 
the Steelers pass rush is no joke and like rookie rookie quarterbacks like you know it's it's very boomer bust sometimes but overall with what Will Levis did I think you can pretty much bank that at least DeAndre Hopkins is gonna be way more fantasy relevant as long as Will mm-hmm. Levis is playing so that's yeah. that's at least nice for fantasy purposes yeah, that was really cool to see. I just remember getting notification after notification about Hopkins getting another touchdown, another touchdown. So uh, hopefully that continues yeah. because I think a lot of people have stock in him. So um, this next one was kind of a bummer. I mean, it's related to the Josh Dobbs news. Um, so Cousins went down with an injury. I think he was a torn Achilles out for the year. I don't know what that looks like for his career either, but I mean, what are your – I mean, we, we talked about a little bit. What are your thoughts about maybe how, you know, I guess that affects the whole the Vikings offense and um, if, the, if you think it's going to change anything? Yeah, I, I just because this is the last year of Cousins' contract and everything, I already saw the, um, the like, fake – like fake sports news meme page or whatever. I already saw him make the Kirk Cousins signs the 49ers thing. <laughs> but uh, like like after this season after this season obviously. But um but uh but yeah, I do think it sucks for this season for the Vikings. Um especially where they're right on the cusp. They're 4 and 4. They don't know if they're making a playoff push or just sucking it up for the season yet (laughs) trying to figure that out but um but yeah i think josh dobbs can keep everybody fantasy relevant um and it just i think the biggest hit is just like the rapport that um kirk cousins had with justin jefferson assuming he does come back um i think that's where we see the biggest sadness from the kirk cousins injuries i don't know i don't know if justin jefferson can be the crazy like like 25 30 points a game receiver without Kirk Cousins yeah. so we'll see yeah, yeah the hyper targeted dude kind of like a cup with Stafford i mean it's very much that relationship yeah. so it should be interesting i don't know it'll be it'll be weird to watch if he comes back um yeah the next guy i mean it's, it sounds like it was an injury that he, i mean he left the game he didn't come back and then Heineke came in, but Ritter, he was out. He was diagnosed with a concussion. He was under the concussion protocol, in the concussion protocol in the yeah. middle of the game. And, I, I mean, I, I honestly didn't follow this game as much as I, I should have. But tell me what your thoughts are with Heineke and the whole the whole offense. It seemed like everything or everybody got a little bit of a boost from what I was kind of paying attention to during the game. So, Yeah, I – I do think, yeah, like he, Desmond Ritter in concussion protocol. Um, I I kind of do think though it was it had like a very benching feel to it because he got, he got taken out of the game before he like kind of got knocked out with injury. Like he just ended up having concussion after getting taken out of the game. So um, it was just kind of one of those things. But if they let Heineke start going like for a few games going forward. I do think that elevates the rest of the offense fantasy wise, just because Heineke's proven like he can pick up first downs, he can move the ball, he can get the guy the ball of the playmakers. I mean, he had uh, Terry McLaurin like uh, like killing it 
um, a couple years back with the Commanders, and he he's yeah. he's a pretty decent guy um, to keep everybody fantasy relevant. But I think the thing that really says everything you need to know, which is the bigger problem with the Falcons' offense fantasy wise, is I saw this thing yesterday, and it's <laughs> and it said uh, and it said Art Smith, like the head coach of the Falcons, it said Art Smith used the backup tight end to throw it to the third string tight end while the highest drafted tight end of all time blocked for them. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's I was like, hilarious. that's so bad. Yeah, that is bad. But that's really funny. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah, weird team. See. It is weird because I, I – Art Smith's identity is just run the ball, and it seems like they're having like some sort of identity crisis right now. Like they've been throwing it the last mm-hmm. few weeks. Bijan was, I mean, last last week was, I think it was last week he was it was weird and he was sick, but he was still playing. So you're like, you didn't bench him, but he had one touch. Yeah. It was all bad. Um, I think he did. He score a touchdown this week. I think he had an okay week this week. Yeah, he did. He did end up scoring a touchdown this week. Which pretty much saved him. He still he still only had like twelve points, so that's not really what you drafted him to do. But I mean, better than yeah. yeah, better than not touching the ball in the first half last week. Yeah, yeah, that was just a weird situation. But um, all right, who we got next? I don't know. Yeah, if you want to lay that out there. Yeah, um, I think just one to monitor is Stafford, just because. I do not think that if he doesn't play, I do not think the Rams have anyone <laughs> to keep everybody else fantasy relevant. I, I think everyone takes a huge, huge hit. So just something to monitor. Hopefully he just plays. I know it's like a thumb thing. Um, he is on his throwing hand, though, which sucks. Um, but he has played through those before. Um, I think it's a common uh, thing with him. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. He, he's always throwing into people's helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always just like. But yeah, I um, I just traded for Cup in a dynasty league because I felt like my my team was Ooh. finally turning things around. It was kind of a risky trade, but it was what was the trade? It was, I got a first round pick, Keenan Allen, Eckler, and Cup. For I did give away, which hurts me still. But I gave away Jamar Chase, and what else did I give away? I feel like it was like a throwaway pick or something. It was basically all for Jamar Chase, and so I don't know. It like I was I'm kind of just putting all oh, my chips in for this year, and I wanted to see if I can make it happen. And all the other like uh, Eckler and Allen have kind of come through, but got the last couple of weeks is just I don't know. I'm hoping that it kind of turns back around. So, yeah, no, we'll I see. think you won that one. I, I think that's solid. Yeah, and my buddy who traded me, he's like one of the the few listeners that listen to this, so he'll uh, he'll be glad to hear my uh, my hesitancy. I'm sure. But, right. um, in that case, in that case, you totally lost that trade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. Got to keep the listeners uh, happy. That's right, man. Congrats there, buddy. You you totally won there, Logan. So, um, sweet man. Yeah, we we 
And we have a couple more. We'll, we'll breeze through these last few. The Browns quarterback situation, we've, we sort of touched at it um, when we talked about um, yeah. uh, Elijah. I don't know if there's much to talk about it besides that Deshaun's I don't know. He's a weird dude, and I don't know what he knows. He's got his guaranteed money. He knows he doesn't have to play. So that's all I. That's all I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I think PJ Walker. I think he'll keep everybody afloat there. He airs it out. But yeah. the the next guy, I think I did see that he is expecting to play. Is your your guy Kenny Pickett? So sounds like he's yeah. going to suit up and go out there. Not that it's not, I mean, the Steelers offense still is going to go under 300 total yards probably, and even if it's a plus matchup. But um, I think it is better for all the fantasy options, even if he is injured, just because yeah. he can actually make the right throws. Um, and he's, last week, what was it, Deontay? I mean, the very first play of the game, obviously I was watching, but he, Deontay Johnson had like a 30-yard seam route, and it was a perfect Perfect play call, which is surprising because Matt Canada is awful. And, you know, he dropped it. But then after that, um, Johnson had – he had eight catches on, like, I think 13 targets or something like that. So that's going to be your PPR, dude. And it's going to happen again this week because with that, the, the sore ribs, he's probably not going to be wanting to chuck it down the field as much. That, that's just my bet. So I, I feel comfortable rolling out. I know. You know I For sure. I have a I have a couple leagues where I have Justin Jefferson and so obviously been hurting without him, but yeah. not that it is the same. But I was in both those leagues I was actually able to pick up uh uh Deontay Johnson at, like off waivers. Some like, like people got sick of him and so um yeah. he's he's still kind of that guy. He's the the high volume not really a get in the end zone kind of guy, but he's been coming in clutch mm-hmm. for me in the flex spot, giving me those like points that I needed. So, cause I'm in, especially in some deeper leagues, he's been coming in clutch. So that's been nice. Yeah. But. Yeah. Those are nice. Just, I mean, sometimes it's almost better to have players like that where you can like, all right, I know I got eight to 14 points this week and he's one of those dudes for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. We wanted to bring up, um, we're kind of, Semi, I think we talked about this last time, um, Gardner Minshew, but I think we wanted to retouch on him just because he's showing that he's he's a very capable backup and there's a lot of fantasy relevance with the Colts right now, which is kind of weird and it's kind of hard to, I don't know, with Jonathan yeah. Taylor coming back, there's several several people to talk about, which is, it's hard. I don't know, it's weird with Minshew talking about, you know, you got downs and Pittman and Taylor and you know everybody there, so it's just a weird situation. Yeah, no, I think yeah, it, it does definitely seem like Jonathan Taylor is starting to pick up more and more touches, but that Zach Moss is still going to be involved. But but I I really do think uh, Gardner Minshew will have no problem keeping uh, both Downs and uh, and Pittman doing their thing, like they're. Those are his guys, it seems, and he gets the ball to him, and the Colts throw a ton. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, uh, it's a, yeah, good good team for fantasy purposes, honestly. They've, they've been scoring yeah. points. They've had no problem scoring points. I know. It's very – I mean, it's surprising. I um, I, I love that. Um, what, what's their coach name that came over from the Phillies? 
I'm trying to think. I don't remember. Yeah, Shane Steichen, man. I'm a I'm a big big believer in him. He's yeah, who I he's who I thought the Chargers should have hired as their head coach before yeah. he ever went to Philly. So yeah, huge missed opportunity now looking back. So. <laughs> I mean, he just he just seems like he's always getting you know their players in the right places and utilizing everybody the way that they should be. So again, yeah, it's 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 fun to watch them. Um, let's see here. Yeah. We um. We, we want to talk about some prize pick stuff. It's early on in the week, but as Braxton kind of emphasized to me, like the earlier you get on, the more opportunities there's going to be with certain um, certain uh, availability for picks. And so um, we kind of looked at some things before we hopped on. And if you want to get in on something early, I don't know how long this will be here, but I'll let Braxton kind of tell you what he, we're thinking, what he's thinking. And so, yeah. Yeah, we're uh, so so yeah. Tuesdays are definitely the best days to submit your picks for Sunday, just because that like that's when the totals are typically lower for the people that everybody kind of consensus thinks are going to have pretty good weeks, and that's also when the most anytime touchdown props are available because. The more people that submit these touchdown props, they take them away throughout the week. Like Sunday morning, this past Sunday morning, there's only one one person on Price Picks that you could put um, on like an anytime touchdown. Which on Price Picks, it's just called like the rush plus pass plus receiving TD. So just any type of yeah. touchdown. Um, and and so right now there's like 11 guys you can pick. And so yeah, Parker and I went through, and what we're feeling really confident about. Um, is uh, uh, Travis Kelsey over half a touchdown, Tyreek Hill over half a touchdown, and Alvin Kamara over half a touchdown. And so I, I Travis Kelsey didn't get a touchdown last week. Chiefs played so poorly last week. I don't think there's anyone who can stop Travis Kelsey from getting the end zone this week, especially with I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring of a game. And for similar reasons, Tyreek Hill, little revenge game, high-scoring game. Dude scores a touchdown every day in week. Um, it's true. And then Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Alvin Kamara gets the Bears, who let up all sorts of touchdowns to running backs, and he's just due for some positive regression touchdown-wise. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you laid it out. You you were telling me your thoughts, and I, I agree, man. I'm going to put something on after we're done. I don't know what I'll do, but definitely uh, throw in a flex play. I, I feel really confident. I didn't even realize that those uh, the Chiefs and Dolphins play the early morning game, so that's that's fun. I'm gonna wake up early and watch them. So. Um, oh yeah, isn't it like in Germany or something? Yeah, dude, in Germany. That's that's interesting. So it should be good. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll um, that'll that'll be a good one, and we'll try. I don't know, Braxton and I haven't talked about this yet, but we'll try to get another podcast out later on and maybe get you some full slate options yeah, at the very least or we'll put something on there maybe we've done a couple of youtube shorts which are fun um and so at the very least we'll get we'll get some content out there because price fix is the best so um let's see that's right i think uh i think just um just kind of the next like the way to start thinking about it as you analyze what's on price picks this week is uh, I think we've identified like 
what we think are going to be the three best like games fantasy wise um, the, like this week. And so um, Parker and I kind of outline like Chiefs versus Dolphins should be very fantasy friendly. The Bills versus Bengals should be very fantasy friendly and the Cowboys and Eagles. So um, go see what those prop lines are right now and get in on the ones you like because they're not going to be there the closer we get to Sunday. So um, those are definitely the yeah. games to be watching right now. Yeah, very true. There's going to be a ton of ton of fantasy points um, in all three of those matchups. And like... I don't know. I every time I listen to somebody about prize picks or like any sports betting, if it's like DraftKings or you know just betting the, the over unders, they always say that the the more logical thing is to bet the under, uh, just because it happens more often than not. It's true. Um, which is true. But watching fantasy football, it's it's hard to like root against people, and then. When they do do good, you're like, frick, you know, like I, I should have bet the over, but it's always fun, like watching them progress and wanting them to do good. So I feel like these three matchups, you can, you can do that with confidence and, you know, we'll try to find some good lines from there and put some stuff together. So, um, yeah, man, I, I feel pretty good. Life's too short to bet the under. Yeah, that's, that is the famous quote right there. We need to get that on a t-shirt, dude. But, uh. I know, but I, uh, um, I also, uh, think like if, like if you do, if you are someone who submits your picks late, so you don't get them in till Sunday, you, you go on Sunday morning, one of the best ways actually to approach it. And this is actually what I do for every Monday game and every Thursday game. If there's nothing I absolutely love for those games, cause obviously if there's only one game on, there's a, there's a fewer slate of players to pick from, and they're purposely baiting you into some bad picks. And that's just how, how the game is played. <laughs> and so the way I do it is I if I don't have anything I love, I actually don't put submit anything until the second half opens up. So the picks specifically for the second half of that, uh, of that game. And so, um, like, for example, like last night, I did uh I did one for uh for the Lions kicker to get one field goal in the second half and then uh um and then uh who's the other one uh oh and then uh Josh Jacobs rushing over in the second half last night and that one cashed and it was pretty fun and it's just because once you kind of see how the game starts like i usually try to submit it at the start of the second quarter and kind of see what the game script looks like and everything you can usually get a pretty good idea of what uh what actually is realistic so some, huh. some good stuff to be had i like that. that i've always looked at those and i've never like i uh, usually i just get distracted just rewatching games and stuff but that's a good point because you can get a good feel and especially if you're watching your team, you're like, all right, this is just going to be a slugfest and go bet the under on something. Or, yeah, if it's kickers are kicking a bunch of field goals, yeah, do the same thing. I love that. That's sweet. That's a really good idea. Okay, I'm taking this opportunity just because I've always wanted to do this, but not a lot of <laughs> fantasy relevance here. But the Bills just acquired Russell Douglas uh, and a fifth-round pick from the Packers for a third-round pick. 
Rasul Douglas is an absolute animal, and the Bills' secondary just got quite a bit better. So, like I said, not huge. No one's, no one's throwing in Rasul Douglas, but hey, man. Had, to, had to take my chance for the breaking news. We had breaking news. That is sweet. I feel like official. We need to get the blue yeah. check mark on, on Twitter or something. I don't even have a Twitter, but let's make one. That's right. Now we're official. <laughs> no, that's sweet. Right. You actually Honestly, reminded me. I literally me. just got that notification. That, yeah, that is in real time. And we're going to get this podcast out in like the next 20 minutes. So you actually reminded me, though, um, I, before, I mean, we're at 20 minutes. We're good. So the the Bills, they signed Burnett, didn't they? Like, that's something we could have talked about. Yeah, didn't that's true. Burnett? Yeah. I mean, I definitely yeah, feel like Burnett, which. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think there's definitely some. Some implications. I mean, there could be a. I don't know. I don't think they're super sold on any of their running backs right now. I think they have a lot of hopes for a Cook, but I think it'll be good for them to have somebody like Fournette who can do everything in a pinch and just kind of be that guy every single down, and he can plow through people as well. He's not a. He's not a small running back like Cook. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and I also think it's actually kind of becoming like kind of trendy in the NFL to go and like pick up fresh legs halfway through the season just because I mean it's a long season and kind of getting somebody who's fresh to just come and really wear out the defense at the start of games end of games like can can go a long way so um then the other thing is you can tell the Bills have made a extremely conscious effort to not let Josh Allen just go run constantly and bang his head into people all game. So they're probably just trying to get a little bit more, a uh, little more firepower in that sense to, to keep him healthy for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. It should be interesting. I, do they play this week? I didn't even check. Oh yeah, they do. They're one of the games we talked about, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a Bills, Bills versus Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. That should be interesting. So Sunday night. Keep your eye out on that because that could be um, – if he's available on your waiver wire, which he probably isn't now, but go go check it out. So he could be the, the new person to, to have in the backfield. Um, yeah, man, you got anything else? I, I, I can't think of anything else to wrap or to, to talk about this episode. No, it's no. perfect. Let's uh, – we'll, we'll get back on later this week and I'll, we'll go through some more – picks and whatnot i know dude that sounds good i'm all about the the prize picks it's i think i i think i like prize picks more than season-long <laughs> fantasy sometimes it's bad but it's it's yeah. super fun so but that sounds good man i um i appreciate anybody who is listening i know we're not super consistent right now we're trying to figure things out we'll we'll get better we will i don't know we i feel like we both want to make this a, a more regular thing so we'll We'll do it. Uh, We just got to make it happen. And um, yeah, we'll catch you guys in a few days for sure. We'll we'll put something, put something on here. Um, But thanks for listening. See ya.